It's great to know why you feel what you feel. But the next part of emotional health is in how you express those emotions. Emotions need to be evaluated and then acted upon in a thoughtful and productive way. Tracy, today we're going to talk about four steps to expressing emotions. And this is week two in our emotional intelligence series. But why don't we start with this age-old piece of wisdom from a guy that most people would recognize. His name's Aristotle. Yeah, this was interesting. Here's what he said. Here's his challenge. Anyone can be angry. That's easy. But to be angry with the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, and for the right purpose, and in the right way, that's not easy. Okay, so Tracy, before we get into these four steps, and I hope people would really uh, sort of take notes on this Mm -hmm. and be willing to apply this in their own life, probably today, Mm -hmm. maybe tomorrow, maybe this week, and the next conflict that you have, whether it's external or internal conflict. Before we get into these four steps, why don't we just real quick describe what a lack of emotional control looks like? Because I think people would really relate to this. Right. And maybe some of you are listening to this and you've been told you're an angry person and you are on your journey from our first topic on being self-aware, right? That that first piece of emotional intelligence is understanding your own emotions. Like if you if you feel anger, then this is going to be good for you to be thinking, okay, why do I feel that? But now how's the right way to express it? This will be good for you to identify, oh, Maybe maybe this is an indicator that I am angry because this is what I do. Yeah, maybe you lash out right. and you say something you wish you could take back. Yes. Or maybe you blame others for your own mistakes. We talked about that a little bit last mm-hmm. week. You're not taking ownership of your stuff. You're playing the victim. Or, and this is a big one, Tracy, maybe you recognize that people are afraid to be around you when you're in a certain mood. So everyone's walking on eggshells around you. Although right. I would guess that people who really struggle with this aren't even aware of that. Right. And that's the lack of awareness that we talked about last time. So this is why it's so important that you start, if you want your emotional intelligence to go up, which good news is we can all improve on emotional intelligence, then you got to start with that self-awareness piece. And if you let's, we're just using anger because of that's how we set it up today with Aristotle's challenge. But if you if you have people in your life saying you're an angry person and you identify that I do those three things that you just mentioned, then it's going to be really good for you to work through why you get angry and a better way to handle that emotion. Okay, so let's talk about four steps to expressing emotions. Step number one is to identify the what and the why of your feelings. What emotions are you feeling and what are the circumstances surrounding it? You're feeling angry. Okay. Why am I feeling angry? What just happened? Who just said something to me? What situation just happened? You know, what circumstances surrounding that? Why am I feeling angry? That's where we have to start. Yeah. I remember, Tracy, for me, when I started feeling anxiety for the first time in my Mm -hmm. life several months back, I didn't even know what it was. I had never really felt that before. This would have been a great step for me to take Say, what is this and why is this happening? And what I've learned now is whenever I get some of those anxious feelings, I'm not afraid of them. And that's that fear of fear response. Instead, I say, whoa, what just triggered this emotion? I put it on the table. I say, what is this and Mm -hmm. why am I feeling this? Right, because emotions aren't bad. And anger is not a bad emotion. Anger can actually be something that fuels us toward good things. But the, the challenge is to use that anger emotion in a productive way. All right, so step two then, Tracy, is 
to take a time out to pause and meditate. Maybe if you're a person of faith, you can pray about what you're feeling. And this is something that you do before you take any other action step. Right. This is important. I mean, it flows right out of when you're stopping yourself to identify the what and the why of why you're feeling what you're feeling. The next piece of it is because we don't want to do that lashing out and just reacting in a moment. That pausing, meditating, praying helps you to think, okay, now am I just overreacting here? Is this um, bringing up something from my past and it really has nothing to do with this situation? Like you're just giving yourself some space to continue to think and mull, what am I going to do with this emotion? What action steps might I consider in the future? Yeah, and this is a hard step for some people. I would say this might be the hardest one for me because I want to just jump to the solution. Right. And so the second step is about trusting the process, knowing that you're going to get through this in a healthy way. Uh, So just slowing down a bit. Well, right, because think about it even in my parenting, especially when I think about when our kids were young. I'm angry and I, oh, I would get so mad at myself when I would just yell at the kids. I didn't want it to be my reaction, but yet I'd be angry at something they did, disobedience, whatever. So for me, walking away and taking a time out and thinking, you know, counting to 10, you hear that from a lot of different people in child development, like having a pause moment is important because it helps protect you against the lashing out and doing or saying something that you would later regret. Okay, then step three is to seek counsel from a trusted friend. And this is especially important if you're unsure or confused about what you're feeling or how to respond. Yeah, to me, this is one that I've been using more and more in my life because I, even though I may not lash out and say something in anger to someone, I might be too quick to confront someone. And if I had just talk to a trusted friend, they might have been able to be like, you know what, maybe you didn't need to confront on this particular one. Or maybe you um, needed to give them more of the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that's really what they meant or how they meant to come across, you know, talking to someone and kind of measuring your feelings against someone who's not emotionally charged about it can be really helpful for you just to continue to think, what am I going to do with this emotion? How do you keep this step from turning into just pure gossip? I think you have to go into that conversation saying, I need to present this situation to you and I need your opinion or advice on what you would do if you were me. Not to just stew in it, not to just be gossipy about it. Like I really, I'm asking you the question because I'm looking to be productive in my response. And you're asking the person to be a confidant, not to share this with other people. Right. You're asking a person who is not gossipy who is not going to feel the need to turn around and talk about it. Yeah. So you have to choose the person wisely and you have to choose your words wisely to make sure that the heart is to get to the next step. Because if you stop at step three, then it probably was just gossip. Right. And one thing that I use in my life is if I have, if I am going to present a scenario to someone and it's regarding somebody else, then I'm going to, whatever I'm saying to this confidant, I'm asking their advice. I'm going to say it in a way that if the other person was sitting in the room, I'd say it the same way. I'm still going to be aware of how I'm talking about that person. I'm not going to just, again, lose control of my emotion, lash out, say terrible things to my confidant, and then try and be productive. I'm going to be productive from the very beginning. Okay, then step number four is to choose a productive plan that invites peace, not war. So if this involves someone else, if this is a relational conflict, 
Now you need to be willing to step into it. And we'll talk more in our next topic about some of those practical ways of communicating. But this part's important because this is about your emotion. You've identified it. You've identified why it's upset you. You know, you've paused. You've been mulling it over. You're really thinking it through. You've maybe asked a trusted friend. Now, this piece is, okay, if I am going to have to have a conversation with someone, then how am I going to word it? How am I going to, what's my body language going to look like? What's the timing of this conversation? You're really being productive in the way you're preparing yourself for a plan. All right. So those are the four steps to expressing emotions. Again, we encourage you to talk about this using the discussion questions at flextalk.org. And then make sure to come back for the next lesson in this series, where we're going to talk about the three signs of relational health. So we're going to move from emotional health to relational health in this series.